0: Live, it's Monday night, which means it's time for the pod notes
1: And we have a special guest this evening who's in the room, then, yeah. And it is the amazing Joe Power, psychic medium. Welcome, Welcome Joe. Joe. Hello, everybody. Yeah, very, We're gonna have a good night tonight. Oh, we are. We yeah. are. So, who else in the room? We've got on the mic to the right, man.
2: Got Flynn, we
1: got me, Whiteside. We've also got a couple of spectators today we've got melv in the room hello Melv, give, give us a big hello. shout hi mel and we've got julie hi julie hi. Uh, hi julie okay then it's always good to have a nice woman in the room isn't it it is it gives yeah. good balance good balance good, good balance keeps us in check okay so let's go straight into it shall we joe yeah where, want, where, nice? where do you want to start okay i've been reading your book and i know a little bit about you. do you want to tell us about who you are first and foremost
3: yeah where are okay. you from
0: what, what's your background
3: okay about? so i'm originally from scam believe it or not yeah and growing up with a tough background uh, when you used to go outside you get a stone at you or you could gang like you would want to do you in so you'd have to defend for yourself if that makes any sense yeah so anyway basically i grew up in scam good lads down scam just like liverpool just normal you know council estate at like uh, grafts started cutting grass when i was 12 13 Robbed a few windows from the empty houses and sold them to other people and that yeah.
1: Let's <laughs> keep day, going.
3: You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. that was sort of me. But when I was a child, I had visions of, you know, I could like sort of read people, and people didn't really like me in school, so I was like sort of separated from them. It was weird. I could read the thoughts, like telepathy. It was like I pre knew. If I was going to get a, a fight at the end of the school... new You were and... sort
1: of isolated a little bit... All these things that we're going to talk about tonight... Are in Joe's book... And I will put links in the description yeah. of the podcast to this... Because the book is fabulous by the way... I must congratulate you on that... Because... It's epic, and anyone thinks you can make that stuff up has got another thing coming, because you can't. It's a fabulous story of your lifetime, and I am really recommend it to people. All the things we're going to touch on now is your experience, and I could see in the classroom why you were sort of isolated, because you were having visions, weren't you, of stuff that was going to happen, premonitions... Yeah.
3: It wasn't little premonitions, it was strong premonitions. I knew that something was different. I didn't think I was different, but it was a bit spooky because you pre-knew things. You'd know when your dad was going to give you a belt after school. Did that frighten you as a child? Yeah, it, it really disturbed me. I couldn't have had no concentration in class or school. All I used to get was strap all the time. It affected me the whole school, to be honest with the whole balance. And I never really went to school because You know, all I I got in school was the headmaster put your hand out and then get the strap.
0: You just got about three or four times a week. Did did you know that you were different to the other kids in terms of feeling these visions and feeling these energies? Did you think everybody was like that? Because as a kid, you're generally not aware.
3: I always remember going back and I always remember my dad saying, can you hear the grass grow? Yeah? And. It always stuck in my mind because I used to have like sort of visions and I could hear things. And I thought, why is he saying that? Yeah, it was he was me- on to me. Yeah, he was on to me. But I didn't really tell them too much. I was more interested because of them days you were starving. I remember my sister getting there battered because I had the pan of mints. <laughs> we <laughs> I, mean, I used to sneak down at night and have sugar butties and everything. But got caught once and that was it. So
1: at that age, what was your first real prolific sort of thing that happened at a young age that really sticks out to you what experience did there you was had?
3: there was loads of things it was like knocking on the door or there was like banging that you could sort of see the energy of a person form and yeah and then i was used to say something to me uncle or auntie and they used to try and hush you up and keep you quiet yeah. so it was like it was just like sort of random things that you would actually say really but do you know what i hated it so i you, absolutely hated it
0: do you think that members of your family have had this gift as well? Then, Do you, th- do you think that's why they sort of acted the way they did?
3: Yeah, well, there's a story. My great-aunt Emily used to be well-known in Liverpool just before I was born, and she said to me, Mum, this is a story, everyone knew it. She used to predict the horses and everything, and she said to me, Mum, call him Joseph when he's born. And then, but apparently the story, then she died, and then it was me then, like the Beatles, yeah. <laughs> so she, in effect... Yeah
1: probably past the battle, almost. Well, she, well, she has, because I'll
3: tell you the story later, which is quite powerful, really. Okay. A little bit later on, because she did eventually visit me when my brother died. Wow. And that was, like, freaky, powerful. And you can't explain this at all. You, can, you There's no explanation for it yeah. to show you that there is an afterlife. Even if you're a sceptic, there is no explanation yeah, at all.
1: Before we get to that, then, what are the fine and stick-out moments in your career that... You can say now to anyone listening who's interested in this field would stick out as a story that you would tell them.
3: Just going back, there was a fire, and uh, I always remember because I said, Drive by your sisters, go by your sisters. Yeah. And I drove up the road, and then all of a sudden, the house is on fire. So I've stopped the car. I've just come from Blackpool because I was on like a, a spooky spiritual where we all sit around, you know, like all you weirdos here, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was <like> a, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying. So anyway, I'm, I'm driving up the roads. Yeah, done your podcast. I, the next thing yeah. <laughs> is, I've seen the house on fire, and I'm going, "Oh, please, no, not me!" So basically, upstairs was on fire. Right, so I've gone into the house. I'm shouting, and there's no answer. So anyway, I just went into the house. I ran up the stairs. Yeah. Uh, I heard someone in the room where the fire was, and then what happens is that she barricaded herself in the room. Yeah, because she was gonna, she wanted to kill herself. Yeah, yeah. I read this bit, and that was like a strong one. I I mean, I got got like something off the police or wasn't? I wasn't bothered about getting the certificate or whatever. It was just the fact that she was safe. She's alive now. She's okay. Yeah. So out of a negative, come a positive. But that little voice. Yeah. You know, come from somewhere on the other side. There's loads of standout bits. Okay, so this real stick-out story. Um, in Salport there was a young girl missing, I think everyone knows, the Lindsay Kwai case. So I was in a circle in Salport at the time, yeah? And Gw- I think Gwenna's name was, was this my teacher. While I was visiting Salport every week, in, like, a circle, it was underneath the stairs, and you know, you'd channel in and in different things. That's when Lindsay Kwai would gone missing. And I always remember this was in the daytime, and this was so uncanny and unusual because when you see spirit, you either see them when you're asleep or you'll see them, like, sort of in blocks of energy, not little, not little bingo, blocks of energy. And they'll come in and then they'll come out, yeah.
1: Almost like through a doorway, even. Yeah, yeah, say.
3: but they're not, they're not small, they're big. Blocks like breeze blocks that size. I always remember driving and I was on my way back home and I could see this woman crystal clear. I actually pulled up and she said, they are not your teachers. She was absolutely stunning looking. She's from the spirit world. I mean, gorgeous looking. Yeah. She said, they are not your teachers. We are. Yeah.
1: Meaning like spirit guides. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Other words, they, they were like sort of helping you. But the other but side us. was your yeah. teachers listen to us? Yeah, but I never listened to anyone. <laughs> That's why I always get in trouble.
1: Yeah, but I think it took you a long time to it realize took me a long to listen, time. didn't it? Yeah, yeah. For I, reading your story. Yeah, I didn't, it took I, you a long time. I, st- to... I,
3: still, I still even don't even listen today. Today, do you know what I'm so saying? We're all you, guilty of that. So, yeah. how
0: did you get involved in the Lindsay Quay thing? Okay, like? so
3: this is probably one of the most powerful streams I've had because I was in the area and up and down. How that happened? Just uh, around the, remember I said about the fire. Around that time, I had a dream, right? And people come through to me, and it was Lindsay Quay, yeah. But there was a, there was an old guy, and she, they, they said she's being carnage and mangled, searched the fairgrounds and the railway. But I didn't know what I was getting at the time. Anyway, I got someone to drive me up, and it was the same railway track, yeah that way they actually found like part of a body I mean that was really that was like sorta. Of,
1: wasn't there some like there wasn't a business name linked to it and you'd see Oh yeah, that's and you, right. But uh, and Baxter, you turn your car around. Yeah, It was all spooky. It was and all you'd, like you'd, everything was there. You'd give up and you sort of turn around. It's called the you Turn around. You're seen the sign of the business and you're that's like, right, yeah. Why yeah, am yeah, I yeah. here?
3: Spot on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was called I can't Baxters remember. and Co. Was it? Something, yeah, like something like that. So it was spooky. Can you imagine driving? up, right, in the middle of the night. Yeah. You've on this dream a couple of nights before. Yeah. Right. And the next thing is, you're looking, but you don't even realize that you're on the murderer's road. So when he went about Baxter's with the vans and everything, yeah, when I drove there, everything was there in detail.
1: So anyone who doesn't know about the Lindsay Quay story, because there will be a yeah. locker that happened a long time ago, it was basically she was murdered by her husband and dismembered and distributed throughout the fairground and by the railway in Southport. And Joe would obviously had dreams and visions of where, basically, she'd been dispersed. Yeah, but, this, but the story... His name Mitchell, what was that story? His name Mitchell. Yeah, it's a shame, really,
3: because because I've done that Darren Brown show. He tried to make a mockery of it. I just, to, I just wanted to say something about the Lindsay Hawaii yeah. thing. So did
0: you contact the police then? Yeah, so, I actually... So, so okay, so, so
3: you, I knew someone in the circle, Free. That the name was. Right. Yeah, lovely lady. And she used to work for the police.
0: I see. Right. So because it,
3: it was a strong connection what I was getting, I went in and I was shaking like a leaf. Yeah. Yeah. I remember sitting there and I said, I've got some information about the Lindsay Quaid who's going to get of Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's so so They're going to think I'm a complete yeah. whack job. Well, that's, that's what comes yeah. to me, I thought. Do you know what what saying? happens? to you that... just
0: phone up? and d- d- house? No, no. Yeah. I went into the station. Wow.
3: Yeah, I went into the station, right, and I remember that it wasn't on or whatever and I had this piece of paper because any time I do readings, I always like scribble down, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? So I put corners, mangles, fairgrounds, <laughs> railway. Yeah, yeah. I must, this yeah vicious, but I <laughs> seen that bit your vocal yeah, going. Saying, but like not putting the jigsaw together, you must have looked like a complete nutter. when all these these, I was, notes was saying, and they, had, they had me, in, an they had me in the office and everything. But then they had me in the office on another one in St. In, in Liverpool where I was meeting their, their head inspector and I freaked him out because I told him something about a murder case, yeah. And he went white in the face. Is this because was it wasn't he- public knowledge? That was, that was Helen McCourt, by the way. So that was another one in the yeah. area. So Basically. what was the
1: story of Helen McCourt?
3: Helen went missing. Obviously, a body has never been found to this day. The lad's just being released. He's never admitted to doing it. You try and get, like, a location. But the problem is, with it being, like, 35 years ago, you've got things that have been built on top of each other. You haven't got the people. You might give a, pl- a place but well, if you've got three Asdas next to you, yeah, the landscape's changed now. Hasn't it? Everything has so changed.
0: The energy's the been
3: interfering. Isn't? He's never ever admitted it, or they had the evidence there. Um, be her mother, wasn't she? That, of the I think she was on the way home, wasn't she? She was on the way home from work or whatever, yeah. you spot on, yeah.
2: So, Joe, I've got a question now. Do you know, like, your aim? Being a psychic and stuff, do you hone into your skills? How do you hone into your skills? Yeah, do you or train? Does it come randomly or...? Yeah, there's, or? A,
3: there's a, br- a brilliant place. Anyone out there that is interested in the psychic and medium stuff, there's a lot of places that they haven't got the knowledge or the insight of what you're actually picking up or receiving. And, and no matter who you are, even if you're born with the gift, it's like going to school. It's like a silent language that you've got to train. Like a muscle. Yeah. You know, you've got a clear audience, Yeah. But you've got subjectively and objectively. So that is like hearing through the mind. So if you hear that, then you've got clairvoyance, which is clairvoyance when you actually see a person. So you're actually seeing or a piano or a guitar. So if you've seen a guitar in a the coffin, then you could relay that back to the person what you're actually seeing. Yeah. And then you've got clear sentient, and then some people say clear knowing. There's all different types of readings. Then you've got telepathy where you can take things off people's minds. So you, there's so much different readings you can actually do. Well, reading, right? It's basically me, me going into like your auric field. Do you know what I'm saying? But you need like loads of high energy. And it's me reading your, basically, your every thought that you've got inside.
0: See, I'm a fan and, of that. And that yeah, data I comes
3: am. back to me. I sat there once and I went to give someone a reading and she came in she went, go on then, lads, go on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're nothing like, here. yeah. Because they're nuts, you know, you go going people's houses up. It. So anyway, come through and I had the voice crystal clear and the girl I just read, she went in the living room and this girl was just across the road and it was her turn for the reading. But a friend was at the in the living room whose house it was oh. and she just come over across the road so as soon as she come in cause she was cocky the other side said to me tell her she's having an yeah, affair yeah, with a fella in there yeah. <laughs> right so i told her she run out of the house she went please please don't say you're not and don't say you're not there's actually yeah. a,
0: there's a similar story to that in in our family not our family but another side of the family well, did
1: you have the affair no,
0: no, it's not. <laughs> where did you go? go? Oh yeah, no. Someone, Is this going so, out? on the edit? Someone, someone, <laughs> on, no, someone on Lisa's, someone on Lisa's family went to a, a reading and and was told that a cousin was carrying on with their fella. Wow. I've no real world experience of that, but I'm a big fan of the energy thing because I'm not what you'd call an intuitive person, and I'm certainly not that good at reading when people are lying to me. But I'm a strong believer in that initial energy that people give off. Yeah, like yeah, first yeah, impressions. Yeah. yeah, a bit like first well, impressions. Well,
3: that is all to do yeah. with the aura. You've got to keep your aura as as good as you possibly can. Yeah. I mean, I've had about an hour's sleep, but I've just had a Red Bull. Yeah. yeah. So, so my, my aura's like, you know, yeah. it'll get me through for the next half an hour or yeah, I'm you're an golf, you know what. I'm saying, before it yeah. before it like flattens. But your aura is the most important because if your aura is low, you get negative thoughts. This is where a lot of people commit suicide. So, the aura actually drops, right. and then you can pick up bad energy. Right. you yeah. got to keep your vibration So, there's a dark side yeah, yeah. and there's a good side.
1: So, if you ever just been walking along and you, you've noticed someone, it, maybe could you even notice them struggling? Would you say to them, or does it not work that way? Do you have to come and sit down and sort of hone into No,
3: that? no, no. Say you were at the bar or something and go, well, How come you cracked your knee, mate? So- and they'll go white in the face. You know, a few times. Yeah. And there's a guy in Scam, one of my mates, he's a big fella, he is. Everyone knows him, Terry Welsh, crazy, crazy, is. And he used to go, Joe. And then we used to sit in the dock in Scam, yeah? And uh, all the lads were around or whatever. And he went, to, Margaret, come over here. Yeah, he'd go get her, Joe. And then I, I I bring someone through from the family to go, oh fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, yeah. But you scare the crap out of them, and even some of your mates, right? The ones that didn't believe or skeptic, but still good lads. Because there's nothing wrong with a skeptic. Yeah, there's nothing wrong for someone not to believe. I mean, it's it's their opinion. No one forces nothing. I've I've never forced nothing to someone to believe in what. I know, or mm-hmm. what I believe. People might think I'm a nutcase, or a fraud, or a fake, or, you know, what, that, what's that famous word Darren Brown says? You fake!
2: So, I have this thing, like, me personally, I don't want to go on myself loads, but I have this thing, and I see something five seconds before it's about to happen. Yeah, but
3: also as well, you actually hear through the subconscious mind, so that means you have the ability of clear audience, believe it or not. Yeah
4: yeah so I... you're
3: hearing the thought as well so if i was your teacher i would know how to start on basically teaching and what to do with it that's where if he was interested in it i wouldn't force it on anyone but because obviously i'm a teacher and what i do i have the knowledge of people coming up sometimes i'm really strict like when i was doing teaching i mean my teacher honestly god he was so strict I remember sitting there. This is great. This this is a cracker for, for the Scousers, yeah. So we all went to the Arthur Finley College, and we're all sitting down on a table, and there's about 35 people in this circle. Arthur yeah. Finley College, Arthur by the Finley way, college. is a world-renowned, famous it's fantastic. college for, I don't know teaching, yeah. 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 teaching there. So anyway, we're sitting there. I was always the naughty one. I always got told off. Never. Yeah? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like sort of the naughty one. But anything that makes me laugh, right, I will giggle, I will burst out laughing. So anyway... But I know Paul, yeah? And I know that once he gets his work on, right, you can't have a laugh, yeah? It's all dead serious. So he said to us, go to the spirit world. Said, this is all 35, yeah? And get an item from the spirit world. He said, tune in and come back with an item. Meditate, go back and get an item. So anyway, they've gone round everyone. It's my turn. I said, Paul. He went, what? I said, Dry, yeah? What? I said, mine's unusual. He went, what, what do you mean? He's impatient, yeah. I said, well, I went into this room. I said, it was white. I said, there was a little room. There's a table there, yeah. And I said, there's a cake on there and there's a knife on there. And he went, yeah, and what? I went, I don't know. He said, go back to the spirit world, yeah, and everyone else is carrying on. I want you to go back to the spirit world, close your eyes and ask them what the cake was there for. Well, what was you in that room for? So eventually, just quickly, comes back, yeah, and everyone is looking at me. The whole no. lot is just all eyes is on Joe Power. He said, what? Go on, then. What did you get? I said, Paul, this is a bit unusual. I said, I went back in the room. I sat on the chair, yeah, I sliced the cake off, I said. And I put the cake on one side of the table there. He went, yeah. I said, guess what was in the cake? And everyone going, he went, what? I said, shit like I've been <laughs> shit fucking shown. Shit like you've been listening for the last yeah. five minutes. And everyone was just in a ropes. And he couldn't stop laughing yeah. as well. Yeah. Because I, I took him on one, do you get what I'm saying as well? Uh, but I you, bet you're after that because
1: that positive energy, I bet you there's some good stuff come through after that. Oh, yeah, that yeah, I, mean, I, was, I was used to it. Do yeah. you find that if you go into a room, you can sense if there's a negative energy? Because, in particular, with the Dead and Brown thing that we watched, yeah, you could see that was surrounded by negativity. So, I don't think if you go into people more open with a good energy, do you find that helps the readings to yeah, be better? I think you've got to have like sort of
3: an open mind, yeah. You always need someone's voice as well when you do a reading. You need their voice because they're relatives, right? Well, they're
0: listening for me. They're not listening for you, are they? Yeah, the the, the information
3: is not for me. All I am is just to provide the information and the comfort. So, you know, basically you do need a high aura to carry out the best. Yeah, of course I can pick up negative energy. And when when I was doing it with Darren Brown, that's all I was surrounded with was negative energy. It wasn't readings. It was a fight just to keep going. yeah. And if anything, you're supposed to have the most purest energy going in to do a reading. You're not supposed to be under pressure. You're not supposed to be analysed. It's all right. I mean, you can be analysed because everyone gets criticism. If he wasn't in the public eye, you know, you're bound because, don't forget, you can't expect everyone to be into psychics or mediums or spiritual. Or, you know, a lot of people are into God. But if they believe in God. Yeah, this
1: crap is so much.
3: So it f- seems to be okay to yeah. believe in God, it, it, but not into psychic mediums. Me and
0: Paul had that discussion after watching the documentary, and I, I raised two points. And the one was Darren Brown is not he, he, he focused on on you, and that's wrong. What if he if he wants to be negative about people believing in things that can't be proven, he does have to have a go at religion. He does have to have a go at psychics. He does have to go about a lot of things, but he just focused on you, and that's punching down, and that's not right. Yeah, you I You know, because I... the thing is, he doesn't... He has a show. If he has a live show, he expects people to go in with an open mind, does he not? Yeah, he of do, course, so, yeah, so it's, but it's, there's, th- there's a lot... It's not there's... fair to treat people like that.
3: Yeah, but, okay, so... Whoever went in, whatever medium that was going to go in, yeah, to yeah. so the lines then, that's what you were going in. Yeah. Whoever went in, whether it was Joe Power, whether it was John Edwards, whether it was James Van Prague, whoever went into that uh, setup, yeah, mm. which was a setup, by the way, because cle- clearly a setup, you know what I'm saying? And one is that Darren Brown was the producer, yeah. Objective Productions was his management team, so they'd done all the editing. We weren't allowed to see the editor or anything at all. But the biggest question I always ask, right, at the end of it, he goes on about this silly mini, and I was like sort of, are you joking? Are
1: you kidding? So the story was an actress that you give a reading to had pulled up alongside you, apparently in the car park. Yeah. And you'd seen a car and said, have you got a mini? But... Like I said, if someone pulled next to me I didn't know in the car park and got out, I wouldn't even look twice at the car because I'm not interested in it. And like, you wouldn't have took that information on board. I think that was took out of context. But the the thing was,
3: there was no bloody Mini.
1: There wasn't a Mini. Do you know what I'm saying?
3: And then we asked for the CTV and the bottles went and the CTV disappeared.
1: Do you
3: you know what I'm
0: saying? As well, I think. Another another thing in the documentary I I noticed was whilst Darren Brown had his point of view all of those punters, all of those people who were coming to see you, they were not negative about what you were saying. They they, they, they all, all had your the, back. Yeah, they all believed in you. All of those people that you you were there, you know, attending your show. Yeah, all of those people in that audience, they believed in you. See, that, 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 Darren Brown is just one fella.
3: Yeah, I think, I think with, I think I think with Darren Brown because obviously he's labelled himself, hasn't he? If that was my show and it's fair and balanced, don't forget it's his TV crew. Yeah. Mm. It's his editing. Yeah. He writes it. He's the producer, yeah? And everyone in his team, there was only me there, and I'm saying, I didn't know where I was going. I was doing the murder case of Lindsay Quay, yeah, on the morning, and in the afternoon, when I went next door to my sisters, I said to them, my sister lives on this on this row. So why didn't they ask me right after the show, what happened with your sister? Mm. Because they yeah. had the information they had all the data, they had all the addresses, they told us to use our database, and we innocently passed it because we sent the data no. out. To be honest with you, Paul, right, it didn't even matter. If you do a reading, if your mum is sitting there or your dad, if the information
1: is coming through...
0: It's correct or it's, it's not correct it. yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah.
1: If you can do what you, you can, do. Yeah, there's definitely validation yeah. points that like that can't be explained. I've seen it lots of times. Now, what I gleaned from his show was... he. You told me you spent a week with you. It's yeah, a week. I think it was about probably about four
3: days. But we done most of the work, right? Because I was freezing, I was tired. We done the south port. I was standing there for hours, and you have to walk like this, and you know, do the edit, and then walk a certain way, and yeah. different things. Like you, you do, do Love Island, now. yeah, I mean, yeah. like, think like that's Love Island and or it's, whatever do you it's and like, twenty times, yeah, over, twenty yeah. times over, and then uh, walk this way or whatever, and then walk with it. But that must with, interrupt
0: uh, the energy flow.
3: Well, it was because you don't must, forget yeah. you do, what you're supposed to do. If you're doing a murder case, right, you're looking for what you've picked up. But then to switch off and then turn over yeah. and then they've gone for lunch. Didn't even invite me for lunch. Didn't he? No. no Didn't he pay, pay me for lunch? Name's you know what I'm saying? Box, no I way. mean, I, I think I got, I think we got 500 pounds for the show. I mean, 500 pounds was more expenses yeah. So um, to, like sort of try and say like is he a fake and the way it was like edited and thrown together, would it do something for five hundred pounds?
4: Yeah, I've seen you know, know? a
1: lot of readings across different psychics and I was probably the biggest skeptic that ever of because I didn't realise until I was older and I got a bit more spiritual over how things work. It's a combination of science and magic, the stuff that can exist. So going back a few years before we had children, Justine had a miscarriage. She then become pregnant with my daughter, Lise. Well, I think my mum said that the summer at the vocal pub. So, I went down there, took my ring off, took my watches, left nothing. And anyway, he, this guy he sat down. He explained what I'd done for the job. He said I lifted my back and not with my knees, which was true. And he just said something that absolutely blew me away. And he said, "You're thinking of calling your kid an Irish-sounding name?" And he's sitting right next to you now, and his name's Flynn. I which sounds crazy. Irish. And yeah, yeah, yeah. like, that for me, I had to pick that name out years ago because it was Justine's maiden name. And it's unusual. And he couldn't have known that. He, yeah. No one but me and Justine knew that, so how, yeah. did, he, how did he go on? Yeah. And that's also a journey for me of looking into these sort of aspects it's of It's good, you
3: know what I'm saying? I mean, don't forget, I question everything. when you do a murder case or a suicide case, you're looking for more detail, specific detail. You're looking for times, you're looking for, not just that they've committed suicide, but normally why they've committed suicide that
0: must be fair do you know what I'm sad. saying so it, hard to it, it, it
3: is yeah. that's what I'm saying you know I mean people can abuse and you know you can have like sorts of people like sceptic I've got nothing to do with sceptics I mean I've got nothing against Adam Brown except that basically he ruins my career He, he, de- ru- he ruined it he's ho- dented. He dented it he, he dented the family and then we had, like, people threatening us, like, so they're going to burn the house down, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. Because if you edit something right and you're in charge of the edit, you're in charge of the people that are with you, you can do anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you're not in control of
1: the cameras, the equipment. Touching on what you said there yeah. about comments and that, so I went and looked on YouTube at some yeah. of the comments, which was vile, by the way. Yeah. And some of the stuff was, like, you know, if you were... Truly legit, that you wouldn't charge people for your services. And I thought I had an accident. I was thinking, as a psychic medium, the amount of energy that takes you've got to travel at night to people's houses, eight o'clock at night. You're providing a service, whether people thinking you're telling a story or whatever, you're still providing a service. I don't think you are telling a story, I think you're telling the truth. Now, why should you not get paid for that? I I don't understand where this with you, right,
2: if someone's painting a portrait of someone else, they get paid for it. Well, of course it. They so it's they the do. same it's swapping
1: potatoes for rice or whatever. It's just, the monetary value has not. It's a trade for your time. Well, and also what
3: people got to remember, right, I spent two or three years and I spent a hell of a lot of money in fine-tuning my gifts. Probably like sort of 15, 20,000s over the years so you've got to pay for your teaching as well you can't just go in anywhere and get in a taxi and say oh free ride for me you've got to pay for everything you yeah. saying? and also as well the, routes the price of my reading is like sort of you don't get like a, a footballer's like you know for kicking
1: a ball yeah. exactly do you know what I'm saying? if a footballer wants yeah. to come and do it like a, a after dinner speech or something yeah. you get paid an absolute fortune, fortune yeah. so why yeah. wouldn't you get yeah. paid for what you do can no? I ask
0: a question about doing the readings obviously I've seen you do you do one to one you do shows where there's a, an audience. Which do you prefer? Do you have a? Which one do you find brings the most? I love the shows.
3: You know why? Yeah. Because you can bring stuff out. Say like, I know that one of yous in here's got like weird and white knickers tonight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mel, be you again, Mel? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be no, when you do a show, right, you've got to bring the energy up, and you've got to have a show where you can bring things out that are naughty to keep the the. Keep the entertainment going, yeah. yeah? It's entertainment, but you've got a lot of people that have lost people's sons, daughters, yeah. different things, yeah? yeah? So you can actually pick on someone in the show. They, they've done something more. They, they was dressing up in ladies' underwear or whatever. Yeah. I've actually brought it out in the show. Or they've just been shotlifting the day before, I will tell them. Right. So you always, you need that bit of personality. But your main aim in the show is to bring as much readings as possible, Yeah. Yeah, um, so I do like doing the shows, but we balance went in twenty twenty, so that's what stopped me from doing the shows now. Right, but I'm waiting to get like hopefully this thing from Amsterdam that will like give me my balance back. So I'm hoping to be back on the road with the next. Was six that due to months.
1: that car crash? had? You know? it's never been the same. Year, I, I
3: think so. Yeah, because that was like a head-on collision. You know what I'm Just
1: touching on something you said before about families and relationships. As your gift helped or hindered, maybe at times. In, in well, anyway? to be honest with you, it's not a gift. Because the way I look at it,
3: right, is that it's hard work. And when you're getting criticized or when people like it, it's not a gift. It's something that is my journey in life. Yeah, I didn't want to be a psychic. I didn't want to be a medium. I didn't ask to be that. It just naturally come to me. And it's because I could do it. I used to love doing the healing. That was my favourite thing. I would rather stand behind someone because my hands will automatically move to the spot where they needed healing. Uh But that fine-tuned me. I would know, even when I've done readings, I've told someone to get to the doctors because they had cancer, right? And they had to come to England and get stitched up. I can pick up if someone's got breast cancer. Not all the time, but I can pick up and scan the body. So there's that, there's that got a much sensitivity it. to it. Sensitivity to yeah. it. Like doing the suicides and all different things. It's hard work. It's draining because you go in someone's house and they've lost their poor son or they've lost the husband. They want real data. Mm. And, you know, you're already under pressure. But I want to pick up my people within the first five or ten seconds. Because you can't wait for it. And that's why I always ask people not to speak to me until, and then I need the voice then. I need the loud voice yeah. to keep it concrete, yeah. But that's why I'm nowhere in Liverpool and Ireland for doing the, the private readings, the shows, yeah. you know, that, that type of thing. So a bit of mixture, really, to your answer, both questions, yeah. yeah.
0: And do, is there anything in particular that stands out that you particularly have enjoyed? In terms I love his...
3: doing the murder cases.
0: You, yeah. yeah, I really that enjoy. That must be a sleuth in you as well, there. But I like, yeah, no, plow, I, I, I really I'll enjoy plow, doing but them. But to bring yeah. that closure to the families must be yeah, 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 reason, yeah,
3: it's good. I was called in to Merseyside Police, yeah. I was doing the Helen McCall case, and I would said something, and they give me a piece of paper, and they basically the police train me with this piece of paper because they give me the knowledge and the insights. Right, is that is she is she within quarter of a mile? yeah is she within half a mile is she buried is she hidden is she whatever so therefore that piece of paper that was handed in by cid into liverpool spiritual church by the way was for me and that was a cid officer
0: right
3: and that's when i met the inspector and a couple of cid a bit later on yeah and that's when they went like spooked out wow. so it's it's quite interesting but i love doing like sort of more like the, the mystery part of it you know, if you ask me, is it enjoyable? Sometimes, yeah, but it's a lot of overpowering as well. It's hard work. You've got that many people. I mean, it's state of the world, the world that we live in now, yeah? And, you know, the amount of people, poor people, throwing themselves off bridges, suicide, and you get people that want to criticise you, and they've got no knowledge, they've got no insight of what you do. You can say, like, oh, you cold read you guess information or whatever, sometimes you do get a pay effect. perfect
0: perfect you probably be it doesn't it
3: doesn't oh, yeah. matter whether you're in the back garden if something's going to come through it'll come you from, don't need to you, you right, can actually okay. do a reading not being in the room for the person
4: right yeah right. you can so actually astro- like astro- travel yeah, 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 yeah.
3: remote control if i've got your face you're at that's it <laughs> <Brilliant>.
4: <laughs> i can Brilliant. i'll
3: sneak into your aura you're yeah. 50 miles away you don't need it what you're going to realize about me right Darren Brown is great at doing his magic stuff. He's great. But when you separate and take the magic away, yeah, an illusion is an illusion. Mm -hmm. And then you unfold that and you take his skill away from there. The only thing that he keeps on about the whole career, which is boring now, yeah, is psychics. (laughs) Because he can't do nothing else. He has to go back to the same thing. So he took it out of the funds of spirituality. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's all like one big web. You basically, from the TV, once you've got all them cameras,
1: right, it's all set up. Knowing what we know about the the media now, particularly on what went on in the pandemic, and it's coming all out now with the lies that were told by the government, we know how much the media propaganda is and how easy it is to manipulate. That's why, like, shows like this, we can give an honest, candid opinion on stuff, can't we? Yeah. Stuff like validation. So when you go to someone's house... The stuff that you can validate, I've heard it. uh, it's amazing when people get validation. So I want to move away from Darren Brown now. Yeah, being, we want to go on a positive light, like, don't we? We're going, so, validation <laughs> points, how do you find it when you hit that magical thing? Well, to be
3: honest with you, Paul right, I don't find it all I'm interested right? The information is not for me. And no matter what, it's not for me. So I'm not really getting satisfaction. I'm more concentrating on what the person is sitting there and getting through as much as I can. Some readings are brilliant, some might be mediocre, depending on the energy that comes through. But I like to keep a high percentage and think I can bring people through, but then you're looking for more detail of the person as well.
1: I think after the validation, or sometimes people don't get a validation, this is really important as well, till after the fact, because they're like a rabbit in the headlight sometimes with your job. Yeah. I think... I've listened to, it and people have told me they've had a reading, not particularly off of you, it could be off anyone. Yeah, and they've gone away and digested the information. They've gone, Oh, god, they were right, it just slipped my mind, and it was like major stuff. Do you find that people come yeah, back to it, it afterwards? Uh, what it say, is,
3: Paul, right? It's too much to take in because one person is waiting for an individual person, and it could be yeah. someone completely. Do you in? have that one little thing? and then the mind is closed. You haven't said what they want to hear or you haven't said what they put in the hands and they're waiting on that one bit of information. So they're actually closed off because they just want the one person. So, but it's not their fault because they're in grief. Yeah, yeah of they're course. They're in grief. When yeah. you, you know, you've the got search people coming answers, in. They? They're searching That's for nice. answers and their world is just completely turned upside down. I mean, Julie just lost someone just recently now, and she's being heartbroken. You know, a young that, you man mean. and like a son to her. So people are here, Neat feelings, emotions. I'm a genuine
1: person. I go out there, with. I've got a good reputation around Liverpool, I've got a good reputation around Ireland. I'm going to second that. You are a good guy. And you know yeah. what, when I contacted you, I don't know what initially you, you, you felt from me when you got that message. But I asked you, did you want paying? And you said no. And like, I'd just like to go on the record that you've come here off your own bat and give us a chance to listen to your story, which I, I I'm really, really you back appreciate. Give yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> given that bung at the end, Mel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know what? I
0: w- what I would say to that is, if there's one group of people who aren't going to take bullshit, it's the Irish. Oh but, yeah, I mean, do you know I,
3: what I mean, I mean, because obviously yeah.
0: they, they're they're very they're tapped in quite spiritually into a lot of this stuff it, and you've got, as you've, a culture, aren't they? You yeah. know? And so, yeah.
3: Yeah, and also as well, when you go over to like Salimerick Limerick and everything, yeah. right, you go, you go on the thing, they go, what you fucking want, pizza? Yeah. I remember getting on the uh, horse, right, I, I was thinking, like, I need a couple of photos here, I get on one of them horses, dad's getting on the horse, It's yeah. a little pony, Paul, do you know what? I was too fat to get off it, <laughs> right, and it started going everywhere, do you get what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. then the gypsy, guy, all right, stay on there, stay on there, yeah, you're all right. <laughs> Honestly, God, I mean, Limerick is great. Even Dublin. I've been to Belfast, all over. But mm. most of the reads I used to do was like sort of Dublin, uh, Mel, Limerick, and you can't get away with it. You yeah, they're, cannot they're get away with it. it.
0: They're deep into it. Over yeah, there, yeah, aren't they? But yeah. I, you very know, like sort of. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Do you think we're in the middle of a spiritual war right now? We're, we're definitely we're in a very dangerous time of the world now. People think that everything is slacked off. It isn't. It's ready to. It's high. I think basically, if everyone had their awareness of what went on in 2020 and realised that there's something not right, there's something ready to go down again, I, I don't think we should cross this line too much here now because it'd probably be too much. And also, you've got to be careful what you say because there's people out there that, you know, sort of... stuff. Yeah. There's, so- I mean-
0: there's definitely been a, a switch in the way it was okay to people who had and F those who have not and that is there's been a spiritual vacancy created by that In that we clapped the nurses and that was it there wasn't pay rises for these people who were trying to save lives we clapped them whilst we gave out money all of that kind of thing is just plain wrong and it went under the radar and that shows me that there's a vacuum spiritually in in a lot of society now that would not have flown 100 years ago
3: yeah so basically what you've got you've got bad people running the earth yeah you've got people in all kinds of places that are bought that are paid you've got bad places everywhere but now this is probably the. i'm just hoping and praying that a miracle happens because we don't want our kids silenced. i've been like shadow banned on facebook now for 12 months just in the video about 15 minute cities. I hope Liverpool, everyone living living in Liverpool, do not accept 17. The s- city split in because that that we is won't. it. That no, is the end won't. of us. We that won't. is our free speech gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they if they cut us off now, because that's what they want to do. They want to like sort of quite better shut off. <laughs> <shut Well, up." laughs> yeah, better shut off. Yeah. I'm not a conspiracy theory because the conspiracies have all come true.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree you that? Definitely, everyone knows where my thoughts on on them. I'm Everybody quite vocal does. on social media <laughs> about that yeah. type of
2: stuff. But we'll cross that one another day. Yeah, maybe so, we
3: another show on that.
2: Flynn,
1: you had a question for Joe.
2: So I'm a Christian myself, yeah, and I think Christianity, that religion itself, that fights against the spiritual warfare that's going on now. I think the basis of what Christianity is fight against this evil energy that's in the world today i
0: would argue that's most religions a give people a moral compass whether you agree with certain nuances of each individual religion but i think it's that community that you are supposed to act in the interests of your brother and your sister do you know what i mean yeah of course but i we've mean moved away from that and mo- moved towards a belief think, uh, in money haven't we let's yeah, be honest that's yeah. what it comes that's, down that's to.
3: that's what it comes down to yeah yeah moving away from money and then yeah. your privacy and everything once you do that. You, you may as well be living in a different country. That's the way it's going. Like, what you were saying is that the more people are starting to wake up to the fact now, but it's a lot more serious than that because you've got to the WHO that want to take over every single country and they want to have control over the governments. So when there's an outbreak of a virus, they can just come in and shut
1: everyone down. Yeah.
3: Shut everyone down do you know what I'm saying? That is a scary it, thing. It doesn't give countries yeah. their own autonomy, yeah. does it? Yeah. To do or what you, they think your, is best your, for them. Your freedom of not being able to like sort of have to say like whether you want to take an injection or you don't. This is the frightening thing that's coming now. And, it-
1: and if money's a motivator behind that, Manipulation—that's a scary thing because I think yeah. all of it's being motivated by money, right? The yeah. way. But well, you've
3: got re- you've got really powerful governments that are in charge of those. You've got like really powerful people and, and powerful them. corporations and above, them. above them. It's a frightening, for especially for the young children because for them to grow up, yeah. I think that's why everyone should stand up and not accept everything. I mean, there is going to be changes. There is going to be like sort of changes because basically things change through life. Not never stays the same. Not never. So, like if you look
1: at the 50s and then you go like 80s, 90s, 2000, obviously there is massive changes in technology and everything. You've got to embrace change sometimes, but there's some types of change, maybe not. Yeah.
0: Can I ask a question on that then? Have you had any messages spiritually? That warn you about this stuff
3: yeah all the time I, I've, yeah i'm saying i mean about that. I, I, I was always interested in politics and news when i was growing up anyway i was always interested in in that type of thing and yeah i've, I've visions i don't really want to say well it doesn't look great
1: can they be altered Do you believe that i believe they can be altered. like you've done it yeah. yourself with the car crash. Yeah. You took your daughter out the car when yeah. you believed you were going to crash and yeah. ultimately saved her life didn't because yeah. yeah. the car was yeah. destroyed yeah. right. you yeah. just
3: about survived yourself yeah we were being unlucky in our family because we've had, like, lots of people that have died in car crashes. Even me, I was in a big car crash. And we've lost people that was being to death in the car. Going to to our relatives. And then we had, like, one of the girls, my cousin's daughter was well-known in Liverpool, Dominique. She was killed on the way to Creamfields with her mates doing other bunch of the time. It's only over there. So the amount of people we've had killed, and that's why I would never sort of take, you know, I take the job serious in what I do, but then I can still have a good laugh. Or I, I make sure that when I do work professionally, I do give the information. Yeah, but I have to switch off. I have to have a I laugh I think you've well. got to have that element of humor. Yeah, you know, hey, it's, like, you know it's
1: like troops in the trenches in war. They'll have a laugh because if you don't, you're... You've you i you? saying? Yeah. 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 Do you I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'd like to move on to lost in music now. It's a music section that we do, but I'm gonna ask Joe to go first. Right? Here's lost in, lost in music. I sent you a message yesterday, Joe, yeah. and I asked you to select me a song for Lost in Music. And what did you pick? Queen. And what's the song? I want to break free. Okay, so I'll just play a sample of that now. Okay. Come oh on, let's go! <laughs> let's
0: rock, everyone!
1: <laughs> yeah, let's go, let's
3: yes. I love this, yeah. You need the hype blast with that, yeah. No, we can only play 30 seconds because yeah. of copyright. Like. Yeah. This is me, yeah. This is me also stage. I want to, to break, break free. free.
4: <laughs> I want to break free.
1: I just love this music. You do the vacuum with that, don't okay, you? Okay, so I need to interrupt you there. Yeah, right, Flynn, you know there's a story behind mm. that song. I just wondered why you picked that song. It just come to
2: me. Do you want so, me to say that, or are you going
1: to say No, I'll say it so... <laughs> I knew I brought Paul into the room because he'd had yeah. quite a few relatives that had died close to him. And we knew Julie was in coming into the room for the same yeah. thing. Now, I haven't really had anyone close to me that died apart from one person, which was me auntie and she was me godmother. Yeah. So the hairs on my neck stood up when you done this. <laughs> she was quite funny. And she'd kept it a secret that if she ever died, she wanted that song played at a funeral. So we're all at the funeral. And the coffin goes past, and that song comes on. Oh. Obviously, she's trapped in the, the the coffin, and you picking that song out of billions of songs you could have picked. I sat there for twenty minutes with my mouth open last night, not knowing why oh the God. hell yeah. you picked that song. It just come to me. It just said, it just straight me, away. That's validation for me, auntie. She was yeah. my godmother. Yeah. I was a blue eye, and she loved me. And I, I've got tears in my eyes now. Oh, it, was, nice, it, it was amazing. Yeah. And I couldn't watching... have ever wrote that script. And anyone who thinks now that I'm full of shit can kiss my ass, because <laughs> that was spot on. But, and well but, done, Sean. But, but him himself, Freddie Mackey,
3: he was just a genius, wasn't he? Oh, he was amazing. I mean, you, you talk about talent. You talk about, like, raw material. And you a know, nice dude. yeah. A, a good a guy good guy I mean and look at the song he sings as well yeah. about God and everything he was a believer himself wasn't he yeah he was yeah. So look at the positivity within his music because it's not not just about spiritual stuff right it's not just about a psychic right Everyone has a gift, people have brilliant gifts through music. They pick them up, even Darren Brown picking his people up in an audience. He's got a fabulous gift, yeah. But he should just, you know, he he's should not think, honing it, he's not honing it. He doesn't need to criticize other religions because mm. when you start criticizing other people and other religions, you're going into the dark side. You bring your own energy
5: down, yeah. you bring in, end. yeah, you're probably
1: in the
0: midst, yeah. probably the biggest queen fan, yeah. No one can yeah, come, come, mouth, up, yeah, come on the over to the, the mic. Please. Give him a clap everyone
1: yeah. Come
5: on Mel Yeah there's, it's a bit of a strange Connection with that song Joe for me personally As well and that was a, a, a Like a eulogy that story From Paul that was brilliant But I Want to Break Free is quite an important song For me as well in fact The whole discography of Queen and Freddie Mercury Is important to me because they're my favourite band Yeah uh, I've seen them at Nebworth Park in 1986 Got all all the music you know, he's me. As far as music goes, he's my hero. I've got like three heroes that are, that that are counts. He's my musical hero, Bill Shankly. For
3: football, good job uh, you said, Bill and Shankly. Uh, and uh, yeah.
5: Isaac Newton's meal. Oh little. bastard, yeah. didn't make the grade, no. No, you yeah. didn't yeah. make the grade. Oh, oh, the grade. <laughs> so when you just when you, when you played that song, then it was like it, I felt like I, I was. Hit. I knew we that my, was going to blow the roof off It was my yeah. purpose to be here tonight, and I thought, this is strange, and then with Paul telling that story. No such thing yeah, as Quincey's yeah, you know. oh, no, yeah. So. No But thing. that's the first thing that comes, yeah, yeah just as soon as you
3: said. Because I wasn't expecting a song. When you texted me and said, have you picked a song? You didn't even tell me to pick a song. Uh, I, I didn't. It was I, didn't, first I, didn't thinking. I
5: haven't even got a song, to be honest. Yeah. But, but I know you haven't been listening
0: to the show, because we play it every week. Oh, do you? I didn't know, yeah, she was
1: saying. under me leg. Okay, so anyway, Cooksie who couldn't be here tonight has picked. Man don't give a fuck by the super super fairy animals. <laughs> how how apt again? <laughs> nice with the coffee on the other day of the art of not giving a fuck in yeah. a Baz <laughs> Lerman style. I think that's a good attitude as
3: well. Anyone that is like sort of under pressure, do you know what I'm saying? Whatever's going to happen. the great Queen song. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good way of, you know, I won't say the language myself, but I'll let you say that. I think if everyone had, had that attitude, right, in a nice way, because don't forget, we can all be respectful people and do good, but then, you know, you've got to be you. You've got to you gotta live you. You gotta be you, definitely, and right. not be bothered about yeah.
1: what other people think yeah. about you. So uh, another one sent in was from Al Carmen, my cousin. She was really excited about this show, so I let her pick a track, and it was "Sia Unstoppable." Thanks for that one, Carmen. And I've got one more to play. Obviously, the rest of the group can pick songs and it will go on the online playlist. Uh, this was what one was sent in from my dad, Rob Whiteside. Um, he says he was on holiday in Barbados about 20-odd years ago, and he said uh, there was a UB40 band on, a tribute band. They were called WD40. And he mm-hmm. said... He started off a bit rusty, but once, once Ruby, they got he got going, he loosened up. Boom! Rusty, boom. Yeah. I had to get uh, that back that joke on no,
3: proper there, yeah.
1: Shout out to him, Rob. I picked red, red wine for them. Yeah. Well in, Rob. <laughs> I love this.
0: Have done one on the psychic tip because of tonight. I have picked one from a relative who's passed away, was always played in the house. Was a uh, Patty Klein crazy, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah grandma, yeah, great yeah. stuff. She used to love that.
1: Melv, have you got a choice?
5: Yeah, mine's just a random one that I was watching YouTube uh, a few nights ago, just something that came up recommended, and it was a, like a gem from the 70s. I hadn't heard it for ages and I played it. And it really took me back to my childhood. It's a uh, Duke of Ville by the Darts. Oh, I don't know, if I know oh, yeah. that That's
1: one. After that, yeah. yeah. listen to that. Yeah. Julie, would you like to pick a number? Of- I like that many artists. Was it your nephew, I believe, passed away? Yeah. Did you know any music he was into? We could put like, maybe a tribute to him on the list. Or
5: maybe
1: like I Love by Whitney. Houston. Okay, okay. I oh, yeah. Love by Whitney. could you get on on the list? He's our music man. He's not here tonight, yeah. but he will add that to list. go on. And yeah. list. And this yeah. is this is
3: for Stephen and yeah. Uh,
5: Say, is if heaven had a dial
3: tone,
1: if heaven had, had, had the dial tone, and we played it at
5: the funeral. Okay, and
1: oh, do you know yeah, who yeah, was we'll that, that by?
5: That. I, mixed, I mixed it with with my nephew, so we changed the lyrics like we took some of them out so it's more appropriate for the funeral. It was by, I think it's Ella, and
1: okay, Cooksy, you'll them. find we'll he's a music maestro, we'll he, find will find that. That. We'll he will find that and figure out. He's great, so we'll we'll get that. Let's do the socials then. before we move on to our own socials socials for you Joe how can we find you
3: you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> if, anyone lives if, you're it, not if you're not banned. You can get me on... Instagram. I've Instagram, yeah. But red Bull's way enough. Red Bull. I was going to ask you to give me some red bull later. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. so basically Facebook, Instagram, or... I'll put the yeah. links in yeah. the description yeah. Yeah. anyway on yeah. the podcast so if you want to contact you. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm thinking, uh, I'm not answering these messages
1: today. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a chill out, yeah. If you've got a problem oh. and you've got Red Bull, yeah. get in such a job. Have you got any of that, Judy? I'll do that. Um... Okay, and obviously ours is the Pod Podnauts, yeah. P-O-D-N-A-U-T-S, on Instagram and, and on, on Facebook. Facebook. We've also got a new community WhatsApp group that I started at the weekend, where you can't comment on it, it's just where the shows are launched on, so I have to send it to that many people, I can send it to hundreds of people in one go, so obviously I will be posting that, so stick with that group. And shout to anyone?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's time for the shout-outs. I would like to shout-out Miles. I'd like to shout out Keith Tomo and the Mind Moves. Oh, movement, massive. The, massive yeah, massive podcast, on. that one. That's been brilliant. Uh, to everybody who's listening, to be honest, it's just brilliant, the feedback. The, 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 we have launched massively. Big thanks to the 42 podcast, the lads, for their yeah, nice one for the shout and, out and last week, Yeah, lads. yeah, they go and check them out. And do you know what? Shout-out to Joe Powell for giving us the time. Yeah. Welcome, man. You're welcome, man,
3: and so well it's just I'm one of the lads, just the same as you. It's just a normal lad, yeah. Other way, mate. Just any, just me, yeah. yeah no, what you see so is what you get. So
2: Obviously, rest in peace, Auntie Lane. Rest in peace, Stephen. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, lovely. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, rest in peace to them, and thanks for all the guests for coming on today. Thanks to Julie, Mel, and Joe. Thanks a lot. Yeah. A well, we've podcast. had. Let's rock, everyone! Yeah. yeah,
1: we've had a good show.
2: And I'd like to thank Paul. Thank
3: you, yeah. right, for inviting me and all of you. Yeah, because it's. I mean. It's great just to come and talk natural with normal people that, you know, you can have a conversation. You can just like be you you're yeah. welcome to come yeah. on
1: and not be a psychic by the way this yeah is well i'm We're, not a psychic tonight yeah we've got an open <laughs> we've got an open we've yeah. got an open mic yeah. you know we do it don't we Melv? we've had all different types of people on from all different walks of life and we started as a community podcast because we want to just give the normal man a voice and like people don't talk yeah. don't they don't we... communicate and the network and that people have started making the connections already giving each other jobs that we've done and helping each other out from what we're doing each week is massive because we haven't got that community spirit that's anymore. That's what we need. We and need we need to build more, more that of it. Whole... And that's what
0: the whole sort of emphasis of the what podcast we, is to do. What we've, or we, we me, me and Paul have discussed this, this is our pub. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you go to Boozer, right, and you have a conversation with your mates, it descends into something that people get pissed or, you know, somebody else comes into the conversation and it... But we come here, and there's a subject, and it gets discussed. Everybody waits their turn. Everyone gets to say, don't get interrupted. You don't get the chance to do that in many times in your life. So it's a release for us, isn't it? Yeah. We, we, and it's an open forum. But it's, well, it's, great,
3: it's great, because, I mean, you know, I mean, this type of... This is what... I, I listened to you yesterday for a couple of minutes. <laughs> it just made me laugh, to be honest with you, yeah. Which um, one was it? It was about three minutes, it was. So it was like all, so like... Swearing in there. And oh, thought, Baz
1: Luhrmann. This is fucking
3: cool. This, I love this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was my cup of tea, it right? It's more to me than swearing. Yeah, yeah I know, but I mean, it, 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 normally I, I wouldn't like sort of swear on my like, thing. But I was listening to it, and I was thinking, this is great the way it's going. I just love just that natural raw of, like, being you. If you go back, because
1: I've been laying myself bare, if you go back through the podcast, there's many ones called Coffee Pods which are really punchy. That's what it, it was, it was a mini Yeah, there's a yeah. couple of funny stories, and yeah. there's quite, there's a beautiful story about the birth of my daughter yeah. in there, and it's fabulous. I'm like, I have m- mates, like grown fellas crying, I was crying, my eyes out on yeah. the phone and all that, because i sort of laying myself bare. I you know what? It's because it, the art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. I don't care yeah. if people don't like it. Kiss me
3: ass. Yeah, I think that's the best attitude you can have. Um, don't take you, yourself seriously. You just, yeah. I think if we all can get on, and especially using the podcast now, you're going to get more people listening that are in the houses that, you know, they've got nothing to do. Our kids have got nothing to do these days. There's no jobs for them. There's no career. And the way the world is going now, there is a big, massive shift in the world. Just let's hope that it turns in our direction. And the people like yous that are starting uh, roots from home, yeah, you're bringing Liverpool back alive yeah, this is this is what you're doing. You're We're building a rope. I'm saying you're building a an rope, and then that's going to have an effect on our, our kids, our teenagers. So they're listening to real people. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with TV or whatever. We can't give our kids false things that everyone's going to be on TV. Everyone's going to do this. We've got to keep them balanced. Yeah, balance is yeah, the balance is the is the key to it. And then down to earth and be normal with them. Yeah. Um, That's a good point, actually. They
1: all want to break free. I'd love to know. They all want to break free. So I'd like to thank the listeners right now because the downloads are going up 100% each week. I can see the analytics online and I'm getting emails all the time, 100% per week. We're only a two-month-old podcast and the figures are amazing already. But, Paul... That's the whole little miracle out there. It goes right the way up, boys, yeah? Listen, we're not doing it for the notoriety. We're doing it because we want to do something good. That's the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, so. and it, it's great for people at
3: home and great for people to listen, to have something different. My mum listens to the radio every night. That's what yeah. she loves. She loves yeah. listening to the radio. It's like modern-day radio, yeah. isn't it? I love watching conspiracies. So, I mean, everyone's into their own stuff.
1: So if you want to break free, have a little listen to this as we sign off. Well, in for coming on, John. Nice one, Charlie. Thank you very much. Day, Thank you. And that thanks to you for coming with me. Yeah. was the Potholes.